0: fast break podcast sterile glassford coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there that to all of our great shows and if you can please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> is that really helpful joe <laughs> uh,
1: Hashtag Jerry's uh, little middle finger.
0: Well, I think, you know what? He's telling us right there that the Lakers fast break is the number one Lakers podcast <laughs> that's out there. I'm just so grateful for everybody out there watching and listening. <laughs>
2: Hashtag blessed.
0: Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can. You guys do. like to laugh
2: a lot, huh? Oh, yes.
1: I love it. It's great medicine.
0: Yes, absolutely. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe. Please subscribe below John McAleon today, just like you can subscribe on his channel. And hopefully you caught his show this evening. You can go ahead and subscribe to our channel as well, right below John McAleon. Right there for you. No, that's that's the wrong direction, Joe.
1: That's the wrong direction. Down this way, Joe. <laughs> right there. He,
0: well, no, I know what he wanted to do with that finger. Yeah, Anyways, <laughs> right here on YouTube. Plus, also as well, catch the great things that are going on at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out the latest Laker Tom article. And before we go any further, our thoughts and our prayers are with Laker Tom right now. Mm-hmm. We know he's not feeling very good. He's under the weather. We are hoping for the best. Laker Tom, you've got the whole Lakers Fast Break family behind you, hoping everything will be okay for you, my friend. Even Joe. All... Yes, even Joe indeed. Actually, Joe's the one that broke the news on it. So, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Please go ahead and support Laker Tom if you can. I'll reach What out, does that
3: mean, thoughts? Like what's thoughts? What kind of thoughts? <sighs>
0: I have been thinking about Laker think Tom of? as far as hoping he's okay. <laughs> My gosh, you know, somebody his age gets under the weather like that. It's it's not good. So I'm hoping he'll get pulled through it. He's stubborn enough, he'll pull through it. So <laughs> hoping for the best for him as well. Go ahead and check out his latest article today as the number one Lakers blogger, plus Jamie Sweet's five things at Lakerholics.com, plus also as well, Joe Soro, Ox 1947. He is, ru- he is looming around the groups at <laughs> LakersBall.com. Go ahead and be part of their game day <laughs> observations at LakersBall.com. Where is he going? I don't know where he's going. He's,
2: he's like drifting.
0: He's like a bad PlayStation joystick with that drift right there. For you. But <laughs> if you can go ahead and support LakersBall.com today, it's greatly appreciated. <laughs> Plus our hoop. That was good reference, Gerald. Yes. Well, you know, I've had a few of my time. I, I did run game stores in my day, but, and you can also go ahead and support our good friends at the Who Pets Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, training camp is now underway. And I'm going to have to say, or oh, right off the bat, that Paul Terry, one of our great people in the chat, because we have one of the best chats that's out there on YouTube, My gosh, he called it. He's got a ride. We looked yesterday a little bit under the cover as far as is, is, uh, is Russell Westbrook part of the starting lineup? And it just seems like right now all inferences and all signs seem to be pointing in that direction. So not only is Paul right on that, but also the fact that other reporters have started reporting on the fact that Darvin Ham is having... Russell Westbrook run with LeBron and AD as far as the A team is concerned during practices. So it looks like Russell Westbrook is part of the starting lineup. So be that as it may, after what happened last year, my question to you is this, is this a recipe for disaster or will something be different this time around? We're going to go ahead and talk about that. Plus some other observations going on in trading camp. Got Jamie Sweet here. He's the first man up. First man here. He's going to be talking about his thoughts on training camp and also Media Day. Everything that he's been not been able to go ahead and express in the past couple of days. He's here to do that as well. But first up, first man here, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. He is the man behind five things. And so go ahead and check it out. Those five things articles today. It is Jamie Sweet. Yami Swoot is in the house here as far as for late night Lakers fast break. Good to have you here. You needed a late night Lakers fast break. So you got it, my friend. Your thoughts when you hear, and like I said, all credit to Paul. He, he looked into it, and I looked into it further, and I saw a couple other Twitter reports and saw the couple other couple reporters reporting on it that during practice they're running other people alongside of them, but it looks like for now – the three you can count on in the starting lineup, Russ, A.D., and LeBron.
1: Yeah, I mean, I never really <laughs> – I, I don't know where people come up with these. He's totally just going to come off the bench to start the season. too. I mean, I get that it's a potentiality, but listen, it if it happens at all, it'll happen after 20, 30 games. Like, they won't come out of training camp, Russ, coming off the bench. It's just – it's its not going to happen. It'll never happen. its It's just – it's not. It's just not going to happen. Like, Genie Buss isn't going to pay Russell Rustbrook to be a $47 million six-man. Uh, not until it categorically has been proven not to work under, under Coach Am. I think that everybody's going to – everybody's going for it, right? Like, they're pushing the rest chips all in on the center of the table, uh, whether it's what a good it bet. What
0: if it all goes awry, though, during the exhibition season? Because I still think there's every opportunity for – some changes to be made if he stinks it up in the exhibition
1: season. Yeah, no, no, I really, I mean, it would have to be just like donut after donut. It, I mean, it'd have to be catastrophic, catastrophically bad. It, it would have to like be last season. last season. You were like, Oh, this is like two guys uh, and Dwight and the shell of Rondo. And uh, that's it. That was all that anybody who'd ever played with him. Was, oh, it's just all these new guys. Now it's all these new guys and a new coach. They're going to let it ride. Like, they're just going to let it ride. Uh, It it may fly in the face of reason, logic, and good sense, but I just haven't seen or heard or expect anything other than them to keep doing what they've been doing, which is (laughs) rolling with all three starters. Uh, And, you know, there's there's, there's, uh, a point to be made of, like, you know, 80, everybody mentioned it a ton of media day, media day was everybody's first day back at work. And it really looked like it across the NBA. Uh, you know, everybody showed up and uh, <laughs> you spelled shit wrong. Um, it's always spelled wrong here. And, uh you know, I don't know. I, 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 I think the Lakers are going to roll exactly like everybody thinks they ought not to. And whether you think that anybody, you know, that's just what I think. I don't, I can't, even begin to say whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, I probably would think it's a bad idea, but we'll see, right? Like (laughs) we'll see. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting this season.
0: Well, it is going to be interesting this season, but I'm telling you, I spelled Joe wrong. Go with John next. Okay. I'm going (laughs) to go ahead. All right. Then I will go with John next. You got to go ahead and check him out today on his YouTube channel. It is John McHaleen. John McHaleen also subscribe today. Like you can for us. Paul was right. It looks like more and more that Russell Westbrook is in that starting lineup. Uh, I know that the, what, what Ramona Shelburne was hinting at is that the organization from up top was hinting that that's the way that they should lean on. I figured that with all the average guards or below average guards you have now currently on the team, that it should be a free-for-all and the best two players win out during the exhibition season and training camp. Unfortunately, it looks like already the chips are stacked in favor of Russell Westbrook. Uh,
2: for me, I'm actually kind of disappointed because, you know, all we've been hearing so far is, you know, there's competition. Whoever the best is, that's the person that's going to start. So if they're backpedaling already, then I'm not really optimistic for the season. Not that I was, you know, early on, but, you know, this could just kind of just adds another nail in the coffin. But um, for me, I don't know if it's because, you know, Russell Westbrook um, – you know, for the name that he is or if it's because, you know, Dennis Shooter Dennis um, is better coming off the bench. But um, I re- I'm really looking forward to see if uh, Darvin Ham, you know, uh, pulls back Russell Westbrook if he if he doesn't play defense, if he, you know, shoots like he did last season. Um, and, you know, you mentioned that. The front office wants Russell Westbrook to start, so hopefully they hired they hire, hire Ham just to you know treat him the way they treated Vogel, which is you know very short lease and uh, overriding his decisions.
0: It's just very discouraging right now. I mean, the fact is, unless you're seeing something, unless they're seeing something that we're not seeing as Lakers fans, Joe. I mean, I don't see anything different right now from what I've seen so far in the clips I've seen from from training camp that would lead me to believe that russell is a completely changed player during the offseason so i think we are heading towards a not good distant future if he remains to be the starter playing a bulk of a bulk or the lion's share of the minutes
3: if you think russell westbrook's going to change you're a fool and if you think he's a better player this year than last year you're a bigger fool this is reality this is not Anything other than that, he's not a good player anymore. And he's even worse as a team player. Uh, I'm waiting for Kendrick Nunn to show what he can do. If he has a very good preseason, he better be starting at number two. And Schroeder has been playing well this summer. So he's kind of in shape, in shape to play right now. So if you're serious about winning and having a team that makes sense with Anthony Davis and LeBron James playing in the starting lineup, you would start the season with Jones, AD, LeBron, Schroeder, and none. If none isn't available, then you're going to have to start Beverly at the two. If... That's it guys there's no other way that this is going to work right you have to play Westbrook off the bench or don't use him at all. It's just that simple. If you if you if he's starting opening night we're what's great about this season is we're going to know right away. There's no we're not playing any Orlando Magic, we're not playing Oklahoma City, we're not playing any bottom of the barrel play, uh, teams right off the bat. First 5 games You're playing the worst team that you're playing is Portland, which has a player that always plays well against us. And it's Portland who always plays well, no matter what, against us. Even when we're winning championships, those guys always beat us two out of four times throughout the year, practically. So you are going to really, really feel the burn right off the bat if you think that Russell Westbrook is going to benefit this team at the beginning of the year. You better start Schroeder and none if they're healthy. That's all I'm saying.
0: I just think right now, at this point, that is probably not the way she should go. I mean, I don't think that there can be a totally transformed Russell Westbrook, especially the fact that he goes into, after everybody saw media day, he's just treating this as a, a base of operation, just going in and doing his job, going through the motions, Right now, just does not seem like someone who's very motivated to go ahead and change his game. He's just there to do a job, just there to get his paycheck and wait until something else comes up for him as far as a trade or some type of other opportunity to another team. Because it looks like right now, based off his comments and stuff we saw at media day, that he's not a very happy camper and the Lakers are not exactly thrilled to have him there either. So... Jamie, I bring it back to you. Uh, you know, I know you've been really heavy in the chat right now. And again, this this episode, Paul Terry's in the chat. Paul, this episode's for you, my friend, because absolutely we are are now uh, looking more and more like Russell Westbrook is going to be part of that starting lineup because he has been running the drills with LeBron and AD as the A team, and just various other two players are mixed in there. So it really looks like it's not setting itself to be up to be. very good start it looks like history is repeating itself already
1: i mean this is what listen i mean historically recently as an organization since dr bus took over and especially since genie took over the lakers are a featured superstar team they focus on acquiring and featuring superstars now in this instance it does seem to fly in the face of logic and reason that you would feature a superstar over putting the best team out there to start a game. But I'm telling you that that is exactly <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen, everybody. <laughs> it's, there's, I know it sounds crazy, uh, but that's not. And I know everybody's going to say the first day of training camp. Everyone's, I'm putting a competition. Yeah, that's just that's towing the company line on that one. That's 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 the first day of work kind of stuff. Everybody came into the Lakers first day of work vibe. Russell's grumpy. LeBron was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna like pass some records and I'm very serious about everything." AD talked about how he wants to stay healthy. Everybody, you know, Rob said, "Of course we're gonna be improving the team with every opportunity that presents itself." So on and so forth. That's the whole thing we've heard, you know, for a good while now. And so nothing. I didn't go into media camp or media day, rather, expecting uh, truths or enlightenments. I was surprised that it was all just kind of stock standard. I, mean, I thought, to be honest, like Patrick Beverly was the star of media day. He had the best jokes. He had the best stories. Uh, Him and, and Russ are
0: best friends.
1: I mean, the, the, did you see the quote about how that he, you know, Russ took a helicopter. He showed up in his underwater vessel. It's you yeah. gotta find it. If if I'll find if you have, if, I'll put it in the chat. It's it's. Yeah. It killed me, dude. I was like, oh, maybe I can like this guy a little more than I thought Again, I don't think he's going to play more than 50 games, and he might not be very good. But, you know, I, off the court, he was more entertaining on media day than I really expected him to be. So, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I, I understand people's frustration at the idea of starting Russell Westbrook to off But if you remember last season, Vogel really treated him as a complimentary starter at best. He would play five minutes and yank him lebron would play nine to ten minutes and then russ would sit for about a half hour (laughs) and then sometimes come in to close the second half or second quarter sometimes not for the most part vocal had him on the floor the last five minutes of game last five minutes of the game I, i that to me is to more important than if russ starts i let Russ start, right? Like, who who, who cares?
0: Yeah, but the belief um, is if he's going to be starting, he most likely no, is doesn't... going to be there for most of the major minutes of the ballgame.
1: He is. <laughs> they're paying the man $47 million. They expect him to play. They expect this to work. Like, I understand that it doesn't make sense, especially based off of last season. I, for the most part, agree that it doesn't make sense. Uh, but that's, I, I'm telling you, that is exactly what they're going to do. Uh, because they then feature this is going to be a dumpster
0: fire all over again
1: it very well me that's that's the only way he gets out of the starting lineup you know what i mean it has to be if then and it can't be like well maybe the lakers don't do that well maybe with superstars they're going to feature the superstars until it doesn't work he's in not games a superstar that, that yeah but they're paying him like one and they they're talking about him like one to the public and so that is how facing forward they are you know whatever they're doing behind the scenes and thinking about behind the scenes also doesn't matter because that's not what they're doing in reality you know and i agree in reality Russian should be starting uh and in reality you know it's a terrible fit on paper and is likely to be another terrible fit on the court but i'm not betting on the lakers to go against their organizational grain and i'm not betting on genie uh you know agreeing agreeing to that she's gonna push for it to work i've they 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 have that level of you know disneyland princess fantasy belief in themselves that like if they just wish upon a star and 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 make it it'll happen because that's in some ways how it has happened in the past but it's not going to work out this way it's going to take something like that though to get russell out of the starting lineup i'll i'll bet my next uh, i'll bet the third hat in my closet (laughs)
0: I'm scared to see what that is. but that's great.
1: Everybody would want to wear this hat. I guarantee it.
0: Okay, fair enough indeed. But, John, I wanted to go ahead and hit you up on this, is the fact that, yes, I mean, it's all the talk right now in our chat room, and once again, the chat room has been great, truly appreciated. Uh, I just am very concerned about the outlook for this team, if that's the case. It just seems like, yes, I understand $47 million commitment. you got to go ahead and play them. At some point in time, as an organization, you must admit you made a mistake. And if it does go awry real quickly, I believe, like Sovereign, the best move you can make is, okay, if it looks like it stinks, just got to go ahead and nix it right away. But if it looks like it stinks in exhibition, you should not even start it to begin with.
2: To be honest, I don't think this has anything to do with this contract. I think it's more about, because... Uh, Cause it sounds like the decision to start him is coming from Polinka And, you know, if you think like a GM, you think about trade value, not not to say that, you know, a team is going to trade Russell Westbrook at this age, you know, for, 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 you know, what he's capable of. Cause I think, I think he's a lot better than what he showed last season. I think it's more about the fit on this team rather than, you know, what he's capable of uh, at this, at this stage of the career. But, um, you know, I, I think they're, they're, Maybe Plinka took some calls and, you know, the other teams are saying, hey, we, you know, Westbrook can't play anymore. And maybe is saying, hey, let's start him. Let's let's get him some minutes. Let, let's give him some minutes. Let's build up his trade value so we can ship him out of here, you know, by the trade deadline. So, um, I mean, if well, it goes bad...
0: Any, well, let me just say this. Any team that he gets traded to, most likely he'll be waived.
2: But do you think those teams will want to eat, you know, even half of that contract, 24 million or whatever, if it's by the trade deadline?
0: Well, it's just, they want to just get the money off the cap. That's the only reason why anybody's trading for him in the first place, It's just to get the money off the cap. It's not for the player anymore. It, basically, Like I said, almost any team that he gets traded to, to the NBA this season, if he gets traded uh, at all, they're going to go ahead and waive him. As simple as that. They're just going to – you know they want the contract. They want the money that frees off the cap that comes at the end of the summer because $47 million. Yeah, I understand how much you may have to pay him, depending on when you – the season, but the total – amount as far as what was covered for the season so yeah that my kind of money off the books even if you trade him for at february is still very desirable but i don't see him the player as being very desirable unless something changes hopefully he'll surprise us
2: yeah that's what i'm getting at you know like i said i don't think any team's going to trade for him for, you know, based on the performance they put on last season. But I think that's what Polinka, I don't, I don't know if Jeannie's in on this or not, but I think that's what Polinka's hoping for. You know, Ham can somehow talk him into playing a little bit better and, you know, they can, you know, maybe trade him for one pick instead of, you know, trading for two. So I think that's the way they're looking at it because, you know, they're paying him $47 million whether he starts, whether he sits down on the bench, whether he goes home or whether... You know, whatever he does, dad. That, that's forty-seven million dollars. Sun cost. I think they're trying to find the quickest way to get him out, and I think that's you know to to try to build up their trade value, or
0: at least in their head. Joe, let me ask you this then: if that's the case, I mean, where do we go? I mean, as fans, I mean, we're all seeing this in front of our face. That's what's coming up, man. It's like we're driving on the freeway, and Joe has the stoic look on his face, and I'm like, you see it too, don't you, Joe? He's like, yeah. I see it too. We see this impending doom on the horizon because at this point in time, you're asking Russell Westbrook to completely change the player that he has always been in order to go for, in order for the team to go ahead and advance and be successful in the Western conference.
3: You acquire talent. I I use talent loosely just recently. For what reason? Why did you sign Schroeder? What's the point? Did you need guard help? Is that what it was? Or are you anticipating something? my eyes, I'm going, okay, you're getting a guy that's played well this summer during the international games who's going to be in shape or ready to play, who can handle the ball, who is better apt to be working with a LeBron and an AD in a starting lineup. Then you've got the wild card in Kedrick Nunn who apparently can play five on five now who can break down the guy in front of him and also shoot. Why are you not using those two to play with your stars? When you know the guy that you know won't work, can't play with those guys when they're on the court at the same time and play consistently. Why are you starting Russell Westbrook? This reminds me of high school. There were certain players who started because their daddy did something or our coaches let the seniors play when I was a junior and we essentially wasted a year of losing football. The only time I had a, and I wasn't a losing record, but we knew we weren't going to be contending in high school for what the, the juniors were better than the seniors. Why did the seniors play? This is something that boggles my mind with the decision-making of Management and coaching. You know this won't work. We criticized Phil Jackson when he took over the Knicks because he did not want Carmelo Anthony. He knew Carmelo Anthony wasn't the 1A to win a title at that point. But we—but he got flushed down, right? Is that what they're worried about? Are they worried about backlash? I doubt they're worried about backlash because most intelligent Laker fans know that this guy isn't going to fit in the starting lineup and in game game and and in crunch time, when LeBron and AD are playing, it doesn't work. His game doesn't work. His ability to play team basketball and not be a whining little, you know, what is, it's just not going to happen. What are you doing? Why are you going to even go that way? Hoping for what, what are you hoping for him shooting 45% from three? It's not going to happen. So just put the best lineup on there to start the year because you have to. You have to put the best lineup on there because we're going to be playing a juggernaut the first, right right off the bat, the first 20 games. 16 of them are Western Conference opponents. So do you want to lose right away? Do you want to start 0-5 or 1-4? Then go ahead and start Russell Westbrook. But you have a chance to do something here. to to, to at least give your team a chance. If you're not going to do it, then I'm not going to really take you seriously that you're there to, oh, we're going to play team basketball and we're emphasizing defense. Oh, that's nice. We're emphasizing defense. Okay. Well, we're going to see against golden state, how good that defense is. If you start Russell Westbrook, you're going to see Curry or Thompson dropping dimes and dropping threes left and right. What are you going to say then? Well, it's, it's Thompson. It's, 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 it's Steph Curry. Curry right. Is that the excuse you're going to use? Come yes. On, okay, well, <laughs> it, it will be. Well, what, what did I say guys? <laughs> Here we go. A good excuse is still an excuse. It's true. We're in the results business. The Lakers are in the results business. That's why we're passionate, right? That's why we've got 17 world championships, Joe, did you write those yourself? Well, I created uh, these two here, Tim Duncan's here, and then I did that one over there too, yeah.
0: Okay, and everybody's got to go to sinblades.com not only to get the best in artificial turf, but you also got to go ahead and read the manifesto <laughs> that's right on this but It's It is typical Joe. You know Joe wrote it when you see it, so go to sinblade with a Y. A I dog. would frankly
1: be disappointed if anything else was true. I, I, Joe is a man who very much is interested in controlling his own destiny, I believe. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
0: Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I don't feel like that people have done that as much, especially with this international release. You can get out there right now. I know you can get it out there, but it, it feels like this time last year, people have just been like, oh, you, get you go, the here's a copy. You get the cell phone version that was taped somewhere where it's like, you know, shell shaky, <laughs> has some dude or some family that's walking right in front of you as they're finding their seat with the popcorn already in hand. Oh, you know that, you, really? yeah, that version is already available. Yeah, but I mean like. With a mono I- sound. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. You only get sound on the left you ear, know. not the right ear. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. You can find that version already if you really want to. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show.
2: And the PCC Multiverse.
0: Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up to date news, information, original videos all right. I had uh, that
3: discussion. Uh, I had that discussion, Sweet. I had that discussion today. Uh, one of the guys that I throw a lot of banter at online is a friend of mine. It, he seemed like he kind of submitted to – not what I would suggest. Of course, he has too much pride for that. But he felt a little lost in his, disu- his continued discussion. I'm not going to go into the subject because I know Gerald's going to get all squirmy about it. But the essential – the 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 ending of the discussion was – at the end of the day, take it upon your own responsibility to change things. If you're waiting for someone else to do it or an entity to do it, you will be sorely disappointed. Okay, and on top of that, you're going to be dealing with crooks. You're going to deal with crooked people. So be careful. Do it on your own. If you're going to donate to charity, make sure you're involved. Otherwise, you're going to turn into Brett Favre. <laughs> oh,
0: well, end <laughs> the discussion. Uh yeah and a discussion (laughs) indeed but once again it is a lakers fast break i mean the situation now is really getting something to i'm proven right
3: i'm not trying to be a a tough guy and 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 be right i swear on on the almighty god that i'm not doing that i'm just trying to give you some logic on everything we do that's it there is no hidden agenda i'm not getting anything from anywhere other than the fact that just think logically, you know, we're going to be wrong. We're going to be right, but let's, let's think logically too.
0: Come on. Well, I will say thank you so much for weird, but true comment guy for subscribing to the channel. As well. <laughs> my feet, uh, I will say my feet, I hope they smell good. I hope they smell okay. Otherwise my family would disown me if that's the case, but Ooh, we'll go weird ahead. Weird but True. Comment. Yes. <laughs> Just love the name. Absolutely. Love the name. Just one of the best sets out there. I just thought that was a, a good one. So truly appreciate him subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet today, please go ahead and do so. Lakers fast break. So you can get the lo- latest notifications on when we go live on the air. Thomas said, John says you can sniff Joe's feet. Okay. No problem. What the fuck? <laughs> The hell's that mean? I don't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's that's I'm, that. I'm,
0: He's weird but true. Comic guy, expect uh, weird but true. Comic. That, 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 uh, that's that's disgusting. Yeah. That, that doesn't
3: work.
1: Okay. Uh, what is a vision? Is are we in Wonka's chocolate factory? Are we gonna smell Joe's feet through the internet? That that's uh, that sounds like some kind of hocus pokery that I'm not. I don't know if uh, I don't well, know. If I want to say this. It. I want to yeah. say
0: this though, Richard, because Richard's bringing up a good point right now, and that is he asked name one trade where our two first rounders are worth it. I will say after thinking about it, the Kyrie trade, if it would have been, you know, even acceptable or it was actually going to be anywhere Uh, near closer. I thought that would be it for me. I know Laker Tom is very adamant on changing and making the trades with those picks because the fact that this is one of LeBron's last years and and you're just wasting LeBron's years. I see his passion behind those statements. I'm not sure I would do the Indiana trade. In fact, I don't think it moves to Neil enough, but the Kyrie trade I would. I mean, uh, Jamie? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't think the Kyrie trade was anywhere on the table. It was just, Or it was as close to happening as Mitchell and Russ for two first rounds.
0: Now, I'm not sure I would like the Mitchell one. I know Paul's a, oh, a Utah Jazz Are you jazz kidding me? You and, wouldn't have and,
1: traded Spider Mitchell for Russell Westbrook and two for I mean, it would have to have been Mitchell in
0: I just don't know about the fit. It's just, again, you've got someone in uh, Mitchell that needs a no, different type of You make that trade for, every... Is,
1: no, you make that trade every single time. You make that trade every... If you could have traded Spider Mitchell for Russell Westbrook in the 2027 and the 2029 first round back, right, I, you I, you've, you've absolutely have to make that trade. You can't say no.
0: All right, but I, I you,
1: but but, but that was but, but that was what
0: like but then you've got three high usage players and then you need to make sure you put a, a decent team around
1: yeah but Mitchell can score and he he's i uh, 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 listen it, it, it's, it's it's
3: mitchell would have Mitchell worked
1: yeah dude i don't know why we're even arguing about this to be honest yeah, but he would
3: have uh, <laughs> <very> killed. Well.
1: <laughs> killed he could shoot he could oh, no get doubt. his own shot he's not he, on that team, he's not a great percentage probably, shooter no, yeah, but, but no, but he's not surrounded by other guys who can shoot on his team. Like he's
0: not a good defender. That and he,
1: he, I don't know. We'll see. Listen, but he I, I don't a see how.
0: Listen, I think if and you he think of can and he can make plays.
3: Neither was play. Ray Allen and Paul Pierce right. in 2008. He would have. Right. They would have made it work. They
0: he would have been played.
2: more apt to do it.
0: And he hasn't. He's always been. Go ahead. John. I have a
2: question for you guys. Uh, yeah. Would you rather have Donovan Mitchell or Kyrie, Kyrie Irving right now? Donovan
1: Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I don't. I, I can I, I I find Kyrie Irving to be unreliable, Mister. Well, I, I don't know why I, they didn't want to dollars to me, but uh, you know, I don't want to play all eighty-two and fifty-five things about right. And I don't know why they keep not offering me contracts. It's so weird. Like here I am. I showed up to media day. Got, I would you know, say Kyrie, or is spot
2: for
0: potential of a 50 40 90 guy in the lineup.
2: Yeah.
1: if
0: he's if his mind is right, and I know it's very su- you know subject to debate on that. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> yes, and, but nope, I, I would say, really... I would say a checkmark in Kyrie's box uh, to, uh, for Kyrie would be that he has shown that he can play and win with LeBron James, which is in and of itself a unique skill set that not every player possesses, which is why it has been so very frustrating to me that we let key role players who showed they could do that go for guys that, nobody had really any plan or clue how it would work in the future. And that's, that's all in the front office. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people are already kind of down on Darvin Ham. Look, man, he, everybody, the Lakers maybe did a less public job of, of, you know, tying Darvin Ham's hands than they did of fourth choice Frank Vogel uh, a few years back, but make no mistake. Darvin Ham isn't some, isn't being given uh, Phil Jackson asked or Greg Popovich uh latitude and, and and whimsy to like do things as he sees fit. Then you is... might as
3: well have kept Frank then.
1: Sure no, but goes. they had to show they had to do something.
3: Yeah well if you're doing <laughs> so, if you're I, doing I, the same thing it's
1: always with the, the coach new first. guy then what's it's the point? The coach first. Well I mean I'm not disagreeing with you Joe. I'm just saying that, that 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 what we've seen this summer is the Lakers doing something. Right? That that's the summer we got. And it's like, it's like a bad teen drama of the somethings that they did. Like first they went to the mall and they lost their credit card. And then, oh my gosh, when their credit card got lost, they forgot to, they left their cell phone in the bathroom and didn't call mom to let her know they were safe. Now mom's worried, driving to the mall, ended up calling her dad. <laughs> this is our summer, right? Like our summer is like a bad teen drama and we're all just going to have to sit through it for the next year. And we'll see, uh, you know, listen, if Russ makes one or two more layups a game, and if Kendrick Dunn can be somebody who puts Russ on the bench in close games in the fourth quarter, because he's that good. That's interesting. And I don't care if Russ starts. I, I mean, would it be nice if he didn't? Sure. I don't, but what, what is it a native? What does it really fix? He's going to pay 20, 25 minutes a game. If not 25, 30, he, it, it, it's just not going to go any other way for the least the first 20, 30 games.
0: I just want to I just want to say though, Paul, You have a convert. Petting my cat says if it doesn't work out after one game, fire ham. So you have a convert there, Paul. (laughs)
1: Paul, I've, uh, no, actually, I've been, listen, go back and listen to these podcasts. Go back and read what I've written. Go back and read my comments to people who have posted ridiculous articles asserting that Westbrook would come off the bench on the blog. I've been against it from the start. It is not something I ever saw happening because the makers just don't work like that. They just don't do things like that. And they will, Fire every bullet in the gun twice, even without the the case, just the casing, not the shell, just to show that they fired the gun a lot and tried with Russell to make it look like they love superstars so that when the next superstar comes on the market and it's a close choice, like the choice Shaq had to make in Orlando, when the difference was really at that point for him, very little money and more about respect. The Lakers are going to set themselves up as that place. That is what they do. It is how they operate, and it has never changed since Dr. Bust, and it's gotten, I would argue, slightly worse and more, uh, (laughs) you know, just poorly chosen timing uh, under Genie. Uh, I I think that the way Kobe went out in some ways was bad for the organization because – it made them think that that's how that they're the place where, you know, it's like the elephant graveyard in that uh, in that movie, you know, it's where, where all the treasure is, because that's where the elephants ended up. And, you know, there's the self like the Lakers are the superstars, elephant graveyard of the NBA. And, you know, sometimes we get rings out of it. Sometimes we, we don't.
0: Just wanted to go ahead and mention real quick. I know there's a great conversation going on in the chat, and Richard just brought a good question to the table as far as the uh, the Bogdanovich trade. Want to hear from Paul, who's a jazz fan. wanted to hear his thoughts on the trade. I understand that you know there was no picks involved there, so I want to hear his thoughts on the fact that okay, I know this the picks were a sticking point for the Lakers as far as a trade for the players for for Jazz, and and the next week you you actually see the trade come off for Boyan Bogdanovich as far as him going there without a, a draft pick. So I want to hear his perspective on that. So I'm hoping Not just no draft the... picks,
1: but also players on long-term contracts for a team that's, in theory, trying to
0: rebuild. It's yeah. I mean, it, just seemed, it was a weird trade. So I want to hear his perspective on that, and hopefully he'll be able to go ahead and let us know on that. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. I mean, this is, again, when a situation where you have – I just think you need to keep an open mind. John, I want to bring you in on this one now. I just think you've got to keep uh, an and open you're, mind. You're killing, as,
1: jailed you're killing Joe. You're killing
0: him. Uh, kill, I'm I'm killing Joe because this, why? Why am I killing Joe now?
1: He's kind of like yeah. Jim Carrey in the mask over there.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know what? I can't change it. Maybe it's because he's still at work. I don't know. But, John, before I bring Joe back in, and I apologize, Joe. I did not mean to ignore you. I will never try to ignore you. Not try to ignore you, so I apologize for that. But I just wanted to hear John's thoughts on, on this because when it comes down to it, I think the Lakers should keep an open mind on who is in that starting lineup alongside LeBron and I D. I
2: don't know. I think right now they just want, you know, to start people that can put the ball in the put the ball in the basket. Um and I agree with uh with what Jamie said. The Lakers, you know, regardless of you know they're whether they're winning or losing, they, they want to come off as a team who treats their superstars really well, and that's why, you know, they um they want LeBron to stay, and you know for good reason. But also, they gave Kobe that uh, that contract. Was it forty eight million for two years? I think. You know when he was on his way out. Was it so, hi- higher?
0: So, Joe, was it higher? Was it close no. to sixty or was it? Oh.
2: I think it's twenty four million per year for two years. No, it was more. Oh,
0: okay, it was more. Okay, yeah,
2: it was above thirty.
0: Uh, I can, I'll look it up here while you go ahead. But go ahead, go ahead, finish.
2: Right now, the thing is that if they don't start Russell Westbrook, I mean, who's next shooter? So. I don't think they have... Um, what, num- what
3: number did you say, John?
0: No, he was... It's, it, yeah, you yeah, right. got it right. Yeah, John got it right. You got John I got, got confused right. because
3: he his last season you got it was right. 30. You got it
0: right, John. You got it right.
2: Okay.
1: You win a new car! <laughs>
0: yes. Thanks for playing The
1: Price is Right. This is brought to you by... I could have
0: sworn it was close to 60, but that's my bad. it's so. um, a lot of money still.
2: Yeah, I, um, I think... You know, I, I'm kind of disappointed that they're going to start Westbrook right off the bat. But you know what Jamie said was was pretty accurate. It makes sense considering the like, track record. Um, but again, if they don't start Westbrook, it's like who's next? None or shooter. Uh, I think none works better off the bench. Um, I don't know. I I I, don't know. I really hope Pam sticks to his word. If players don't play defense, if they don't you know play well, then I pull them out. That's what I'm looking forward to.
0: Okay, I don't want. I want Joe to answer this because I know that Richard was asking because he wants to know why they wanted picks from us and not Detroit in that uh, from Utah. I know Paul, as, thank Sox. you Paul for, yeah, I know. I thank you Paul for uh, going ahead and answering the question. Bogey trade frees up playing time for the younger players. They saved 5 million. They were right up to the tax line. Ainge likes Olenek as a mentor. They got a first for Royce. So it balances out. Plus they also have assets to trade by the trade deadline that will become available like Olenek, like some of the other players that are left over from last year's roster and the like. But Joe, I know that Richard wanted to hear your thoughts on this as well. Why that they were looking for draft picks from the Lakers and not necessarily from, from Detroit.
3: Well, maybe Danny Ainge is buddies with Troy Weaver. You know, we've, we've discussed how Rob Palenka possibly because he was a former agent might not be a well-liked guy in the, in the league. Mm -hmm. And they know you're desperate. And they're going to make you eat it. They're going to make you eat it until you give them something they want. Everybody in the league. If I, I'm Joe Schmo on some podcast, right? And I'm telling you right now, if I'm the GM of an NBA basketball team, I'm sticking it to Rob Belenka every second of the day. I would make a deal with any NBA team for no draft picks except you. Because I know you need it. So what makes you think they're not thinking the same thing? Yeah, that's it. There is nothing uh, surprising in this thing. I think what is a surprise actually is the fact that they didn't send any draft picks in the uh, Talon Horton Tucker deal. I thought that was that was a pretty a miracle in itself. The fact that Danny didn't take anything, but Danny probably looked at it as we want to get this mouth out of off, off the team and we'll get this young buck, see if he, he comes through. We put him in an environment where he can flourish, which they're tanking, right? So THD is not going to have any pressure on him. Don't be surprised if he drops 15, 16 points a game next year. And then Rob's going to look like an even bigger schlep if that happens, yeah. right? Those so, are the calorie points, though. Yeah, I, very true. You're right. You're right, uh, Sweet. You're right. Or not. I mean, um, maybe
1: not. Maybe not. Watch Watch him go out and score 28 and 6. You know, like... Well, you're, you're,
3: you're, you're you, you know... Sometimes that's what you need, right? Sometimes that's what you need to get your confidence going, and maybe it changes his career. I don't know, and I don't care at this point. Bottom line is we we are not going to get a deal that's going to benefit us until Russell Westbrook's contract has ended. I want you guys to really understand this. The only way, the only way there's a trade done before the year is over for Russell Westbrook is if a big star demands to get out. And he goes, I'm going to L.A., or whatever but even then it's like I'm, I'm seeing a lot of encouraging gms and owners saying so well too bad are gonna yeah i'd rather i'd rather sit on it yeah. so it's over guys this this player movement type thing demanding trades it's starting to hit a a little bit of a wall and we're we're not I, if i'm an owner and if i'm a, if, I, if i'm a gm the fact that you have the the, uh, the mental weaklings of a Ben Simmons and a Kyrie Irving, who isn't really necessarily dedicated to being there game in and game out. Uh, I would never rel- I would never, as a businessman, as a billionaire, most of these guys are billionaires. I'm not going to kowtow to these guys. If you're not going to win anyways, then wh- why would you submit anyways? You're, you, you these guys aren't available. Third Kyrie plays 55 games a year since he has come into the league. That's, that's, that's more than a third of the season. So, Every and I season. haven't won, and yeah, we haven't won diddly anything, Pooh, nothing, zero. So what, what am I scared of? What getting rid of Kyrie Irving and I'm not going to win. You're not winning with him now. Right. So, and then now we're, we're, we're supposed to hear Ben Simmons is going to be the savior. He's not going to have to shoot. He's not going to have to do this. Yeah. Well, the second some Brooklyn fan goes, you stink. Is he going <laughs> to go go in the in the corner and, and cry? Is he going to cry and say he hurt my feelings? What's going to happen then right around playoff time? Come on, man. What am I insensitive? Am I am I am I insensitive to the mental uh, situation of, of of basketball players making 40 million dollars a year? You know, that's. That's an interesting thing. Well, Joe, money doesn't solve everything. Okay, fair enough. Then yeah, but- go, if, if you can't if you can't earn your contract, if you can't play basketball because you're not mentally focused to do it, maybe you should go do something else that doesn't allow you to deal with that kind of pressure. No, 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 no. You're smart enough, and you have enough strength in that brain to, to, to get that money, right? You still want that money. It's not a mental thing. So what? What do you what, How are you going to finagle this? Oh, you're gonna use some verbiage where oh you're insensitive, or hey, there's some other agenda going on. No, there isn't. I'm, I'm 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 telling you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a guy who passed a ball when he was literally ready to dunk, and then we haven't seen him in a year and a half. I don't know. It just what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? What What? What? Russell Westbrook absolutely napalmed the L.A. Lakers last year. And he's the one at the the exit meeting saying, I don't know what this guy's problem was. (laughs) Really? Really? Like, if I was there and I, let's say, wasn't holding myself back, I'd say, what the hell are you on? You sabotaged the whole season and you don't know why? Come on, come yeah. on, man! I'm ready for Monday. I'm ready for games, man. I can't, I can't keep talking about this because I am now starting to feel like Luca. Like, really, guys? <laughs> Seriously, like, how many times am I going to talk about this, guys? Like, it's like a jilted, oh, I'm it's done. like a jilted uh, boyfriend who got cheated on by his girlfriend, and and she's off with the new guy. And we're still talking about it. It's over, right. guys. It's over. This is not going to work. And Monday is going <laughs> to be the beginning thing.
0: of all this.
1: That's an amazing reference, by the way, or uh, analogy, or I don't know what you know, and not an analogy. But anyway, Thank you, thank you, John. My brain. One of the things I
0: did want to ask you guys, though, is what Richard just dropped into the chat, and I'm answering. uh, I think Paul's here. Message here in a second, but do you think the guys we picked up are going to make us better defensively? No, Uh, we got younger, but none of them are defensive standouts. Troy Brown Jr. was the only one I noticed in this lot was actually at any point in time of their career noted for anything deep on the defensive end. That's, yeah. he has, any he's of already them. injured. Yeah, he's already injured with his back. So I don't know. I don't know if they'll be better defensively. I mean, just by the sheer fact that they're a little younger, maybe, but it's going to be incremental at best.
1: Well, I think the number one, person who's gonna need to help us out on defense is the one who's been playing the least and that's anthony davis so if anthony davis is playing i think the defense will just by the nature of him playing more than he did last season improve uh is that enough to make us a good defensive team no i don't think that's enough to make us a good defensive team um you know in theory our best defensive lineup would be like what pat bev schroeder reeves lebron davis jones Huh? I don't know. Lonnie Walker is not, has not shown himself to be a good defender at this point. Statistically, I mean, he's not. Statistically, he's not, and those Spurs teams weren't uh, scaring anybody. He, I don't think he was playing in crunch time for a lot of games. I, I don't know if that's because he's not a great scorer. I can't, you know, I, to be honest. I like
0: Sovereign's like enthusiasm, though, because he said yes, sure. the team will improve defensively because of Darwin Ham's new season. I don't know
1: about that even either, because Frank Vogel was, in theory, a defensive-minded and focused coach, and that To not go anywhere, right? That, that, what, what this guy's, this guy right here is saying. Uh, also, more effort. We're also like a a cool Brady Bunch window situation here, Gerald. I feel like we all have to have like our our Brady Bunch moments with one another. (laughs) I'm just trying to um,
0: mix it up. No, I
1: love it. I love it. It's sassy. It's sassy, and I think you should keep it up. But, um, you know, I, 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 listen, if the number one factor that'll improve our defense is if Anthony Davis plays more, and if he plays more, uh, the defense will be improved and hopefully so will the offense and therefore hopefully so will the record. But you know, the West, I, I'm not buying into this. The Suns are cooked now because their owner's trying to sell the team that that's, those are two <laughs> non-connecting uh, realities that don't affect one another much. Um, I mean, sure. They'll have to answer more questions than they probably want to for the first month or so, two months, maybe of the season. And then once something else happens, like America does, everybody will be like, oh, squirrel, and off off we'll all go uh, towards the next uh, yada yada, bing, bada, boom, bam. But uh, my hope is that if Davis plays more, we're better defensively. And if he doesn't play more, then we're not going to be winning anyway, so what does it matter?
0: Well, right now... I see us between the rock and a hard place, and I see that's not a very good position. And the fact is that the team is unwilling to keep an open mind on who is playing alongside LeBron and AD. And if that's the case, that's again a recipe for disaster. But uh, does I will really matter though,
1: right? You know, okay. Let's say
0: Kendrick Nunn does play well. Let's say Austin right. Reeves does improve his shot, and you're not playing them a full 30 minutes a game because you have Russell Westbrook or another player like Patrick Beverly or, or Dennis Schroeder, but based off of their reputation playing 25 to 30 minutes a game, sucking up that offense. And we can see in short stints that maybe we'd be better fit if they put someone else in there. Is that going to be a problem? That could be a possibility. That's happened before. Is it going to move the needle, John? I don't know. I mean, but it's, I understand that this team is seriously lacking any talent on the team whatsoever. And again, I compared the three through 15 uh, rosters as far as one of the worst in the NBA, but I mean, there's gotta be at least some points that we could look at. Maybe Kendrick Nunn can break out. Is, that's definitely a possibility in a contract year for him if he's healthy.
3: That's Did your you hope.
2: Yeah,
3: That's your hope right there. If If that guy is healthy, you got someone who's young and talented. And, and has a purpose to play very, very well because it could mean a five-year deal for him at the end of the year. If he performs and is a, let's say, 18-point-a-game scorer and is hitting his open shots, he will get a big deal next. That's the quintessential player that you sign. I mean, if Lonzo Ball could get a contract for what he, what, which was basically just defense and team ball, you got a guy that actually has the skill set of this era. And if he plays well, he will get a five-year contract at the end of the year. So he will. He is a big – just like last year, I said I'm more intrigued about that signing than anyone else coming in, um, even more than Russell Westbrook at the time. But uh, we have to see if he's going to be healthy.
0: I want to ask you this uh, before I get to the final question, the day that I want to hit you guys up with, and that is was sent out by Paul – do you, do you guys view bubble AD as an outlier and really representative of his true worth? How often will he be able to go ahead and play a shortened season, take four months off the heel, then play the playoffs in the bubble? I get that. He's heard that now for the years. We've heard that as Lakers fans for years. I'm going to say right now, again, I, I don't want AD playing 82 games like he said the other day at Media Day. Like he said he I wants do. to play
3: I do. I I I I think if you, (laughs) I think if you,
0: well, okay. He played. He played.
3: He played back to back seasons, seventy five games. And if he does
0: that, I would be a. Anthony
3: Davis is a different beast, guys. Anthony Davis has talent that very few basketball players have ever had. Ever. Yes, he has to play. He has, has and if and he has a backlog of of playing without a bubble or a four month break. No, this is not. Kyrie Irving. This is a guy that has played in the past and is pl- and is is a mega superstar. If he plays eighty-two games this year, I would have what I already have. A, I have a lot of respect for him already. But if he shows me that he's playing, heck, if he plays seventy-eight games, I would be I would be very very happy because that would I'd be
0: ecstatic at seventy-five. I'm going to tell you right
3: 75, now seventy-five. Whatever seventy-five eighty-two is good. That's I I 50. The reason 50, why he's oh, getting- brutal. The reason why he, 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 you play 82 games is the same reason why Derek Fisher and Kobe Bryant used to say we're going to play 82 is because it's a badge of honor. You know, we're we're we we're, we're trying to show you that we we put in the work. We are our cardiovascular is 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 made for this. Our body is made for the pounding. And on top of that, you're going to go in the playoffs and still perform. And that's that to me is going to show me a lot.
0: Well, I just dis- I says- disagree with Joe. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us how. I was
2: just gonna say because yeah, although he might be able to play eighty-two games, I don't think AD's body can hold up as well as, as some of the other players. You know, if we're who? if we're the, who plays eighty-two
3: games a year anymore? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm talking about guys who actually play,
1: not no, I know, I know, twelve I know. minutes a game. Yeah,
2: but I'm just saying, but like, it, plays a lot. But he's a role player anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, even, even if those, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think it's necessary for AD to play eighty-two games. Um, I think. Um, just uh you know when when enough games start get into the postseason and you know have have a healthy ad in the postseason rather than just but that's the him question. a2 yeah
0: how many games of AD do you need in order to make the playoffs? I know Paul is saying he wants AD for 65 games and then have him healthy for the playoffs. I
1: can't see. I'm it. not
0: sure if, yeah, if he only plays 65 games, I'm not sure know. the team makes the playoffs.
1: I agree. You know. 60, 65 is danger zone territory. Just like the Kenny Loggins song.
0: I think 70 is 75. I, as I said yesterday on yesterday's show, I had, if they do 140, they are a playoff team or they're in the hunt for a playoffs. If they do anything as far as combined a less than 140, I think like you said it's it's up for grabs. I'm not so sure.
1: Yeah, and I I'm, I'm looking at some of the chats and I hear I see the load management and I also see the gas for the playoffs, but like I also, I, thought see, that, I
0: also see street clothes in there by Paul. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, whatever. <laughs>
1: uh, that I, I will say this. Last season, 80s body didn't break down. He had contact injuries twice. Landed on a guy's foot, twisted his ankle badly. With only 20 or so games, 30 or so games left in the season. And the Lakers understandably shut him down because by then we were toast and it wasn't working. And then the other time, a like, dude rolled into his legs uh, while he was standing there. So, uh, I mean, last... Uh, the year before I thought was a little more concerning because all of his injuries were basically seemed like they were due to exhaustion, which is why the point of him not playing more than say 70 games. I don't know. I mean, listen, you know, to save him for not making the playoff you're just going to look back and wonder why, if he's not hurt, he's going to play. Uh, they're going to, there's no chance to win. Uh, even get in the playoffs. If AD, I don't, I 60 games feels like too few. I don't, th- I think you're right, Gerald. And I, I mean, Just yes. Because and, there's no
0: depth on this team. There's, there's absolutely yeah, who's, no depth. Who's the
1: backup for after AD? Thomas Bryant or LeBron or. Wayne and
0: Gabriel, come and save the day. <laughs> it's our six, one wing, uh, Patrick Beverly.
1: Yeah, Patrick Beverly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, He's guarding one through five, everybody. One through five. Pat, Pat, exactly. let's do it. One, two, three, break. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I, that's, I have
0: those concerns.
1: It, you're not wrong. I think you're you're spot on. But you know, I yeah, I mean, Sovereign's right. But that still doesn't. He'll still play five minutes a game or so with the five, probably to close out the first. Thomas Bryant says
0: it. he's 200 percent healthy.
1: That means he Boy. might play twice as many games as he played last <laughs> year.
0: <laughs> it's fantastic. It's also to be that was zero, football. right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I know every, everybody's saying that. I mean, uh, they're all saying that they're healthy, that they've gained strength, that they've uh, w- gained or lost pounds where they needed to, whatever. It just, yeah, I know it all goes awry right from Things have never because, been better. <laughs> yeah. Everything they always say. So I don't know. It just, it just seems to be right now that we got, we cannot take everything at, at what everybody's saying at point blank range on at that. Face it's just, value. Yeah. Face value. Exactly. So, I mean joe I mean you're you've been very adamant as far as what you want from this team and what the kind of moves that they're making. I know you're all set to go in and start seeing the the action on the floor, but man, I've got some trepidation, especially when I hear that they're unwilling to go ahead and see the bigger picture on what's going on with the problems right now for this team or potential issues per se
3: uh, well it comes down to leadership. who's your leader? who's going to lead? Is there a leader? It's is it default to LeBron because he's LeBron? Um, LeBron is too passive aggressive for me to be a true leader. And mm-hmm. you guys are going to see the difference between a real leader and a okay leader when you see the Netflix documentary of the Redeem Team. Back again, guys. Back again. I'm about showing. Don't tell me you're pregnant. Show me the baby. You can sit there and say this guy's the leader and that guy's the leader and we're healthy and we're this and we're that. And my wrist was uh, secretly hurting. Okay, if it was secretly hurting in January, why were you shooting like garbage in November? You think we're not watching? You think we're not paying attention? Come on. It's irritating. Like this is getting stupid like i'm not blind we watched this crap <laughs> why did it not work here why did it work there why did it not work like we like just just show me show me something show me that you can handle the pressure it's harder to stay a winner it's easy sometimes to win the first one let's say right it's still hard but it's a little easier maybe the pressure wasn't all the way there but when, when, when they're gunning for you, that's when you really find out who you are. And as soon as they became the, the hunted, it, it, it just hasn't worked. And some of it hasn't been their fault. But at the same time, leadership has been faltering while trying to figure that out. Where do we go from here? We, go, we from, go from, there? let me see it. We're going to watch Monday. And then it's going to be preseason for six games. We're gonna get a chance to see, and by the way, I'm gonna be very, very clear on this. I don't about flying rats behind that. It's preseason. You better show me something. Yeah. You better show me something. I'm gonna be critical in these games because we were over last year, yeah. And it and it spilled over. Okay. Don't tell me it doesn't mean anything. I wanna see those guys when LeBron and A D sit after ten minutes. I wanna see those guys show me something. I understand that LeBron and A D aren't gonna play a lot. That's fine. That's smart. But your butts better be freaking playing. And if Westbrook wants to start and he wants to whatever, show me. Show me that
0: these guys year. are playing everything three through fifteen, they're they're up for grabs on rotation minutes. They all gotta play, but they gotta play their asses off. You often. need
3: to have an identity. You need to have an identity. Every contender has an identity. If you don't have an identity, then you you don't you don't win. You don't win in anything. You gotta be known for what? What are you known for? What were the Lakers known for in 2020? They were known for stout defense and making sure that the two superstars were in the right place at the right time to do their damage. And the role players would would would, would trade spots on who was gonna hit the, the shot. That's what hap- That's what role players do. They're not going to be superstars. I remember guys were getting mad at KCP for being at a drop for two two weeks. I, I used to talk on Lakers. But I'm like, guys, this is not a third star. You guys are hounding this guy like, like, like he's 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 Glenn Rice in 2000. I go, he's not a star, and but he sure came through when you needed him. Those other guys came through also when you needed him. and that's what we need with this team. We need the role players to to do their part and hit open shots because they're going to get a lot of open shots. They didn't, they didn't hit anything last year. So let's see, let's see what you got. You're all healthy. You all love basketball. You all love practice. I'm hearing all the good stuff. Darvin Hammond's is going to put an emphasis on defense yet. He's going to start Russell Westbrook. When you tell me you're serious about defense and then you start Russell Westbrook with this particular setup, you're, you've already contradicted yourself. Right off the bat, I'm not going to believe you. So
0: what else do you want me to say? Uh, not much in that case because I agree with you. I I, I lean more to what Paul – Paul might be getting another convert here in a bit because, you know, if – if that's what Darvin Ham is doing and, he and you know, he's caving into to what management wants. Then he's not a real coach. They, yeah. It, it's he's just – it's just Vogel all over again, where they run over him. He's, he's and- Mike
3: McCarthy now. He's just Mike yeah. McCarthy, and they're doing Jerry Jones work.
0: <laughs> and Paul, you know, Paul might be looking like the the smartest man in the block all this time because of the weeks he's been saying mm-hmm. "fire him, fire him." But we'll see. We'll see. Can- <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, fire fire that whole
3: front office.
0: Uh, yeah, that's. I said. Well, as a, I always a- say it's an issue top to de- top to bottom. On it makes
3: boards. sense. I said. I said in the last show. Now you know why. Context, guys context is key in life why did phil jackson tell jerry west get the f out of my practice it's because of crap like this guys now you know why now you know why
0: jamie you wanted to add something in there before i hit you guys up with the last question
1: no i mean mainly just that uh i think the front office goes before they fire darvin ham at this point It would surprise me if Rob gets to hire another coach. Let me put it that way. I'll be surprised if Rob gets to hire another coach, and I'll be surprised. Uh, I'll, I'm not going to lie. I'll be surprised if Rob is the GM after this season. Me too. Um, we'll have to do more than make the play in, I think. And I don't know that we have that in us as this team. Uh, I don't see this team actually making the playoffs. I don't see them getting as high as a sixth seed. I just. I just don't see it happening. There's too many good teams in the West. There's too many questions uh, regarding both ends of the court on, in multiple areas. So, you know, I, uh, I think, I think uh, Rob goes before Darvin goes for the uh, already people on the Darvin-Ham, Fire Darvin Ham bandwagon. But I also think that the coach is always the fall guy. I, you know, a coach is like a contractor. He's given a space to work in. And then, you know, somebody else provides them the materials and, you know, you kind of hope for the best, you know, if the, if the people buying the materials are like, well, we, we want to work with this sort of thing and yada, 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 you know, if you want to build with the best, then get the best. If you want to, if you want to have the best, con- you know, get the best contractor, get the best, you know, and the Lakers just haven't been doing that. The, 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 the current Laker regime operates from a position of cheapness. Uh, and if you want to know what cheapness is, go listen to the Frank Zappa song, Cheapness. Uh, illustrates it wonderfully, uh, and, uh, Roxy and elsewhere. Um, but, uh, you know, I, listen, everybody's hoping for this Laker regime to become, like, to, to gain some level of enlightenment that I, I truly believe is beyond them. Uh, I, I don't, I just, I just don't see Rob, uh, trading these first round picks trading all the other ones he could possibly trade. Suddenly he did, I suppose, find, uh, find first round draft pick Jesus, uh, and decide to not trade these for even mediocre players as he had been doing pretty much every season since we won the title, but it's, uh, you know, if they're bound and determined to try and get the next star on the Lakers, they're going to gonna prioritize next summer as they prioritize this season. I think you're seeing that, right? I think this is part of the frustration already is that you're seeing that, that there's as much an eye from the front office perspective on this upcoming summer as there is on this upcoming season. And everybody will say otherwise. Everybody will be, oh, no, of course, this is all in. We're, we're all about winning championships here and so on and so forth. And, you know. And that's uh that's just what they have to say. <laughs> you can't come into the beginning of the season and be like, "You know what? this is gonna be bad this year, and I'll just keep watching, don't worry, it'll be good after this. Nobody can come into the season and say that, and so they're not, and there we are. It's just gonna be you know get your uh get your BS detectors. uh, You might even want to just turn your BS detectors off because they're just going to be blinking all season long (laughs) with the uh, company lines that will be trotted out. And the only thing that's going to change it is winning. You know, if this team performs above expectations, then uh, the entire narrative around the Lakers will change. Uh, But it's hard to see that happening based on the talent and the empirical evidence we have accumulated now regarding – how the Laker front office and and the current bus family regime views the values the team. I'm sure they value it in terms of you know their 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 pocketbooks and their bank accounts, but I don't know that they're doing the best job they could be of honoring the winning tradition. And I think that we're going to see that reflected a lot throughout the season, unfortunately.
0: I'll tell you what, I like Sovereign's optimism. He looks like he, in the chat and also here in the panel, he looks like he's the most optimistic. Laker Tom would really give you the big thumbs up on that one. Because oh, yeah. Very, no, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, really, Tom I still, props still, to, Tom yeah, still
1: uh, thinks we're going to trade Russ in, like, the next 14 well, minutes. So well, it's,
0: but it's, Tom always <laughs> thinks on the better side of the scale. No, wait, so, wait for another
1: 14 minutes, Joe. Just... Just wait, won't you please?
0: And and Sovereign thinks a lot of things are going to go right for the Lakers and be right around a 50-win team. And you know what? I'm hoping that that's the case. I'm hoping a lot of us are proven wrong and the Lakers will have a great season. We all want the Lakers to have a great season. Me too. So I ask you this. Speaking of that, before we head on out, I'm going to hit up John first. John, I want to ask you this. When it comes to what we're seeing in training camp now, what you want to see for the exhibition games before we hit the season coming up ahead, your thoughts on which new addition can, do you think can make the biggest impact this year on the team? I mean, which of the, the either through trade or through free agency, which of the individuals on the team now do you think will make the biggest impact this season?
2: That's a tough one. Personally, the person I'm looking forward to the most is uh JTA Juan to Anderson because he, he's the only hope that I have on, on this team for someone to play defense um, I don't think Pat Bev is going to be able to guard as many people as Rob thinks that he will. I think they're going to put the best players, uh, or they're going to put JTA on the best players to guard them. And uh, you know, I think if JTA Anthony Davis play defense, and I think it'll it'll kind of give hope to uh, the other players. But um, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Lonnie Walker signing. I think he's all right, but I don't think he, I think he's the minimum player, not a, a middle middle uh, exception player.
1: No.
0: I- yeah, I don't know. I'm going with JTA. Joe, your thoughts on that? Which new player? And we're not counting Kendrick Nunn as a new addition. Which none. new player? None of none. them None of them give you any hope for making any type of improvement? Nothing at all? Nothing at all? I mean, why is that? You don't think any of the additions we made... I know your thoughts on Patrick Beverly. You've been very clear on that. But any of the new standout thomas bryant not even him like you were kind of decent on him if he's well, thomas
3: thomas bryant i guess you. Could i'm probably... not
0: expecting malik monk from any of the new new additions but yeah
3: i mean if you, i guess i i guess i'll roll with thomas bryant uh but i have to kind of see i gotta see i gotta see this I, I i can't really go into predictions right now because i i already know what the work what the working parts are here at they're all really bad. I'd have to see what these guys did in the offseason. Is there better shooting? Is there better conditioning? Is are they gonna pick up the offense quicker? How are they gonna work with LeBron and and A D and be a team that can can cover those guys so they don't have to play forty, forty two minutes a game?
0: Jamie, any thoughts on that because I'm I'm agreeing with Joe if I have to pick someone, I would probably say it's Thomas Bryant, but uh, again, this is not the most inspiring bunch of new additions that any NBA team is going to get.
1: Yeah, you know, you can't see it on the on the uh, restream chat, but on the YouTube chat. I posted my answer and it's the actual band new edition. So, that's Yeah,
0: yeah I see it. This new addition, Gerald. <laughs> And that's all you're getting for me.
1: No, I mean, I don't know. Listen, Lonnie Walker was a clutch signing that great. Awesome. Uh, exactly. That's <laughs> just it's what I'm talking about, there's so many problems with the way this is all functioning at a top down level, as you've been saying for a while now, Gerald, and we've all been flagging this dead horse almost as much as we've been flaying the uh, Russell Westbrook dead horse. But, uh, you know, I guess if I had to, if you put a gun to my head and said, choose, Jamie, choose, choose one of these new guys who's going to have an impact, I guess I would choose. I I, I don't know that I just, I, I worry that Thomas, Thomas Bryant, Bryant actually, I don't think Thomas Bryant's going to get the minutes, to be honest. I think he'll be given a shot, but that they're going to end up going to Damian Jones because I think he's going to be the better rim protector. And I think that's going to how be how they start games and they'll bring in Bryant when they let Russ run and try without LeBron and maybe AD and try to make sure they sync those minutes up so that Russ always has a as many shooters as possible to hopefully get the ball to.
2: For spacing.
1: Yeah. In theory. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, I, you know, the Lakers are where spacing players go to die. So that's the other, that's the, other <laughs> I'm not gonna, that's the other reason I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to go with Patrick Beverly, to be honest, if Patrick Beverly can play 60 games and be a, of any kind of leader on the defensive end, that along with AD could be something on defense. I'm not saying it's top 10, but it's certainly an improvement over last season. So if if that can be a resource that can be mined properly, I would have to say Patrick Beverly in the hopes that he and AD and whoever's playing center alongside him can form some type of I'm funneling this guy to you on this side of my body so that you, I don't know, let's think about it, maybe get into position to pick him up when he blows past me because I'm very old now. I'm Patrick Beverly.
2: Is he 35?
1: Okay. Yeah, he's 35. He'll be 36 middle of the year or something like that. I thought it was 34. No. I, I'm sorry. No, he's 34. He'll be
0: 35.
1: Okay, He'll be 35. I want Does it really time.
0: matter at this point? Mid-30s. How about that?
1: He's. Like, he would have been perfect on last year's team. He would have been one of the youngins.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> That is – I mean, when it comes – okay, just your answer, Jamie, tells me what the dire situation we're in as far as the depth on this roster just because of the answer. On paper.
1: On paper. I know that that's a distinction that maybe shouldn't be made at this point because there's a lot of evidence we have that Russell Westbrook will be a bad fit, but I'm just – you have to always – this is where I'll take a page from both Laker Tom and Sovereign. I'm going to give – the professionals who are going to be paid to play basketball, the benefit of the doubt that they can at least through the first 20 games or so before things cave in utterly show up to work, (laughs) just show up to work and whatever your boss tells you to do, do it, do it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If you do that, I think your chances of improving, even every single game will improve over last year's, by a decent margin.
0: I like Richard's answer, though Cole Swider. I don't know if he'll get the chance. I'd really yeah, I really hope so. If you saw him shoot, it you know, on the video where he, he was looking really good on his shot, his shot, he shoots it high and he shoots it with accuracy. But for him, it's about the defensive end and the fact that he's a rookie. How much of a chance are we really going to give him on that? I mean, we've There's been no playing swinger.
1: We've been playing rookies because we haven't had anybody else who could like actually play. That's why Austin Reeves played last season. That's why THT didn't play the season that we won it all. There was no depth on last season's team. There was depth on, the, on THT's rookie year when we won it all. So I don't see Cole as getting a lot of a big role early on. If injuries come, then it he'll play and it won't matter. So
0: definitely see but once again you guys have been great out there in the chat i mean paul <laughs> both pauls sovereign weird this is great thank you so much for subscribing weird john and jamie and and joe have been great in the chat as well i mean it's never gonna Blue happen magic petting my cat you guys have been all awesome richard you've been terrific truly appreciated i mean we've got a new He's just started with us on Sunday. look at Richard's fitting right in, in our group chat. It's just great to see. So thank you so much again for being a great part of our chat. Truly appreciate it. We're going to be going ahead and heading (laughs) out. The amazing (laughs) Spider-Man. Yes. The amazing. (laughs) You haven't heard that one yet? No. (laughs) Is that his name? Is that his nickname? Oh man. I hope so. Yeah. I've I've been hearing that since day one. Oh my gosh. Well, if he can play, get on the court and shoot those threes at 40%, the amazing Spider-Man indeed. But I will tell you what, if you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break, plus also swell LakersFastbreak at Yahoo.com. Joe, any thoughts before we head on out, my friend? I know you're just excited for the upcoming season ahead.
2: I could tell just by the look on his face. I bet you heard enough thoughts today.
1: I would like no. to give I would like for us all to go in and buy Joe a box of those little like party poppers so that whenever we go to him for the last <laughs> thought, he can just be like <laughs> oh, <wait."
0: laughs> Well, again, if you can go ahead and check out Joe as Ox1947, right there for you at LakersBall.com. Plus, go ahead if you're in the Southern California area and you need a transformation of your lawn. The best in artificial lawn care is right there waiting for you at SynBlades, S-Y-N, Blades.com.
1: Just get a All fake right. one, in California. Just stop, stop, that, stop, It is a fake one. That's not, but that's what I'm saying. Just do it. Like, why do you have yeah. grass? Get rid of get yeah. rid of the grass.
0: It's just, save it's, some water. Save go some water. water. Go with Joe.
3: Because people I mean, can't manage their money and are broke.
1: Well, that's a whole other topic of conversation yeah. we should get into on the next Laker podcast hosted by <laughs> none other than Gerald Glassford of Lost Personal Vegas, Finance. Where I think lot outla- real lawns are outlawed. Uh or if not, they will be soon. Uh right after some other well, I'm gonna stop there with my outlaw talk.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean I'll tell you all air. I'll tell you all Why? fair. Right, of, the- right the old cowboy. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. This is a good uh, Gerald, place to end the show. Yes, it is a good place <laughs> That's right,
1: petting my cat. Gerald will probably have SWAT. Uh, busting I don't animals.
0: have petting my cat. I've got cactus. I've got these weird bush things that, that every single Las Vegas house has. And what rocks. Other kind of,
1: what other kind of grass you got, man?
0: Do you, do
2: you have a Simblades lawn, though?
1: Got, no, I don't have a Simblades.
0: I don't need a Simblades
1: lawn, though. What kind of grass? Oh, what kind of grass? I got
0: rocks. I don't have a lawn. Of, I have rocks rocks are on my front yard rocks so much for yard.
2: endorsement
0: simblade yes. <laughs> would be
1: cooler bro uh,
0: well we'll see you a lot maybe. cooler, a lot cooler a, if you did i could use a putting green on the front on my front there you yard. go yeah i stayed
1: absolutely. at the house that had a potting green once that so was fun. there, there is a
0: a golf course right down the street from here so yeah absolutely maybe i, I, I might like be giving
2: I feel like right. if you water your lawn in California, soon you're going to go to Joe. Like, that's how serious
0: this has gotten.
1: No, it'll simply be a hefty <laughs> fine. That's not going to be until 2050. Come on. All
0: right, all right. <laughs> have a great evening, Sovereign. And we're going to say, everyone, have a great evening, too. But, again, for Joe, SimBlades.com and LakersBall.com. Also, as well, Jamie Sweet. Check out his Five Things articles, which I have a feeling will be the most active articles here Yummy yeah, swoop because laker tom are again sorry joe our thoughts are with you hopefully you will feel better please feel better please we're rooting for you my friend laker tom go ahead and check out Very his work so. and jamie sweet's work today at lakerholics.com plus also as well john mccainian please follow him on instagram you saw it on his little moniker right there please go ahead and follow him on instagram and go just ahead way to get and- a hold of me yeah, absolutely. And subscribe to his channel today on YouTube. Joe was on it. I'm going to try and get on it here sometime in the near future, so go ahead and check it out today. Right there, John and Some great conversations await you there on the John McAleon channel. And of course, if you haven't already, please subscribe today right here on YouTube.
3: Yeah, every, I got on it and everybody that was there bounced like two minutes
1: later.
0: <laughs> I wonder why that is.
1: I wonder why that is. My God, there's a bear in the room.
0: Well, they stayed on for you tonight, my friend. They usually stay on, especially. I noticed that the, actually the ratings <laughs> go up when you go on one of your rants. It's amazing the skill you have.
2: People do love rants, yeah.
0: Yeah. The when internet Joe goes loves on the, the internet. The internet
1: loves rants. It's, it's yeah, like when negativity. Laker
0: Tom leans in, <laughs> when Joe goes on the soapbox, when Jamie plays the banjo, with John, when I scratch on my forehead. In. Yeah, or you mock Joe (laughs) in some fashion, the ratings go up. So that's always a good thing right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But everyone out there, we truly appreciate you being part of today's broadcast. We'll be back tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We're doing a little bit earlier, like our normal time. Go ahead and join us then. But for everybody here, John, Joe, and Jamie, we wish you all a good evening, late night, at the Lakers Fast Break. We truly thank you for watching. And I hope you'll join us again for another Lakers Fast Break Podcast.